Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Does it ever bother you when you hear all these people online talking about storytelling and how important stories are and it's the story makes you unique and yet you never hear how to do it? Well, I've got the same problem with beliefs. People talk about beliefs all the time, limiting beliefs, challenging beliefs, expanding your beliefs, and very few people talk about how to change them. We're going to talk about that today on the Bill Kasky Podcast. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bill Kasky Podcast. We release this podcast weekly, weekly episode. If you'd like to know more about the kind of work we do, go to BillKasky.com. In the upper right, there's a, or in the upper banner, there's a little uh, place there for you to click if you're interested in the High Achiever Mentoring Program that we are going to be opening up here probably in September, October. Uh, open up five new slots. We open them up about uh, once a quarter. So if you're interested in that, make sure you get on my calendar. There's a little survey there. Today, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of beliefs. And how many times have we heard Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard and Alex Hermosi and any of the new, new uh, experts and gurus out there talk about beliefs? And yet, we don't always hear much about, well, what do I do with them? And how do I change them? And what are they in the first place? That's why I titled the podcast episode that is, What Are Our Beliefs? And it seems like whenever we make a proclamation into the marketplace, like, I like this political party, or I like this leader, or here's what I, you know, here's, here's the way I do things, all those proclamations are based on a belief that we have about the way the world works, the way we should work in the world. And I don't think we examine those enough. I know I don't. I suspect you don't. And that's why we do this podcast every week is so that I can bring some ideas to you that might be things that you just don't normally do. But after listening to this, you start becoming mindful of. So that's my goal here today. It's not to lecture you and to impart my beliefs on yours. Absolutely not. We are all shaped by our upbringing and by our DNA and by coaches and trainers we've had and teachers and parents. I'm not trying to change you. All I'm doing is wanting to shine the light on this whole topic of beliefs to see if I can help you. You know, when I get asked into a company to do work, and I work with four to seven companies at one time, and typically the way it goes is the VP of sales or the CEO calls me and says, hey, we we want to, we're all listeners to the podcast or subscribers to your content. We'd like for you to bring this philosophy into our business. We need help. We want to grow. And that's really how it works. But one of the first things that I do when I get there, either physically or uh, virtually, is I want to know what are the beliefs of the people in the room? Because if I start making recommendations that go against their beliefs, they're not going to take my recommendations. And if they don't take my recommendations, they're not going to change. And if they don't change, they don't grow. And if they don't grow, what do they need Bill Kasky for? 
and then those deals are over in six months to a year because we we really never got to the core issue. And I don't. I used to do that a lot where I just head into training, but I'm very specific and particular now. But I, I need to know that what the what the beliefs are of the people. And I think beliefs are so much more important than personality and disc profiles and Hogan profiles. It's like okay, I can I can look at your behavior and I can tell you're an ENTJ or whatever those acronyms are. But what does that really tell me about you? That just tells me your outward action. It doesn't tell me how you're thinking and what you're believing. And so I think it's a whole lot deeper level here. So I want to give you a couple things with that that, you know, so that when, when I go in and I say, okay, you need to be doing more of this. And the person says, yeah, 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 I know I need to be doing more of that, but I'm not going to do more of that. Why is that? Is it because the idea was bad? No, because they don't need to do it. Of course not. It's because their beliefs were going down this path and I was asking them to do a behavior that was way outside of their belief set. We can call it comfort zone, but I don't think it's even comfort versus discomfort. I think it's, I believe this is the way I should do business. You're asking me to come over here and do it a different way. We are at odds. I am never going to do it that way. So by understanding the beliefs then, now I can start to help them shift their beliefs if, if it's the right thing to do. So the first question is, what do you believe? What do you believe? And, and what are the categories of that? I want to share two of them with you today. And we could go on forever. I mean, there's probably a hundred categories of belief. There's relationships. What do you believe about relationships? What do you believe about parenting? What do you believe about culture? What do you believe about effective communication, money, all those things. But I'm going to break it down to two today because I think we need a starting point. And my starting point are two questions. What do you believe about your potential? And what do you believe about your value in the market? What do you believe about your potential? What do you believe about your value in the market? I start with potential because you're listening to this podcast because you have some interest in... (laughs) Something just fell off the light there. You have some interest. I thought it was a bat invading. You have some interest in growing. That's why you're here. And that's why you listen to YouTube videos and maybe the Advanced Selling Podcast or maybe something else we do. So you're interested in growing. We know that. We've established that. But if you just listen to these podcasts and don't change your belief or don't even really understand that, then it becomes it becomes just water in, water out. You know what? In one ear, out the other. Very few changes. How many, how many times have you read a book and said, oh, man, I love this book. I love this book. And what have you really changed in your life because of that book? Nothing. It was good reading. I, I, guilty, man. I'm guilty. I've even written books that I don't read <laughs> and don't follow. So it's very difficult. So I, I like this idea of potential because this is at the heart of how we act. How we think determines how we act, and how we act determines how we achieve. And part of that how we think is what we believe, what we believe about the world. And so the first place to start is what do you believe about your personal potential? Do you believe it's you believe you're capped out right now, that you are achieving everything that God, your creator, puts you on this earth to do? Or do you feel like there's more? And remember, I'm not saying more like more work. I'm suggesting that when you look at your life and your surroundings and your capital, your finances, etc., the whole package, is this where you wanted to be? Is this the ultimate? And if it's not, and and it's not for me, 
I mean, I, I must tell you when I ask the, and I ask this question of myself quite frequently and, and do a lot of work on it is what, what then is holding me back from that? And usually what's holding me back is my beliefs. I believe that this is as good as I can do in this area. Therefore, why, why press it? That's as good as I can do in that area. And of course, we know it's never as good as you can do. I'm not suggesting you get obsessed with that growth and money and you work 100 hours a week. No, I'm only talking about it from a belief standpoint. What do you believe your potential is? Start to make some notes on that. Write that down. Open a Google Doc. Start uh, documenting and bullet pointing some things about, well, what do I believe about my potential? Do I believe this is all there is? Or do I believe, no, I've got, I've got another you know, million dollars a year of potential. Or I've got another, I need to, be, uh, need to have a YouTube channel so that people all over the world can see what we're doing here. So you have to ask yourself, what is your potential? What is your belief about your potential? And I think that uncovers some interesting monologue or dialogue with yourself about where you are versus where you could be. Dan Sullivan has written a book with uh, oh, Benjamin Hardy, maybe, a book called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And it's about this concept that if you start dreaming about what your potential is and you take your current abilities and results and 10X them and see how that feels to you, It'll, it'll be kind of shocking, but that's when your mind and brain does its best work is when it's given a goal and the, and the brain has to reverse engineer. Well, if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to get to 10 X, I can't be doing this anymore. And I can't be having these conversations with these people. And I can't be watching 20 hours a week of Netflix. So it starts to hone down. What are the behaviors? But I want you to look at that is what is your belief about your potential? Number two, the number two question is, what is your belief about your value in the market? Do you believe in your heart that you bring enormous value to your market? Now, it's easy to resort back to, well, yeah, because when people pay me for my solution, say you're in the dental business or the consulting business, people pay you $20,000 a day to come in and work with them, then yeah, I give, I give a quarter of a million dollars of value back. I'm talking about what is your belief about the value that you bring to the market before the sale. It's, it's easy, easier to say, well, I bring a lot of value when they pay me, but I'm not bringing any value until they pay me. And I believe that's just the wrong way to look at it. I think you bring value to the market that you could give away. Now, I'm not talking about giving away your best stuff. That might be reserved for clients, but you can bring value to the market without them paying you. And the more value you bring to that market, and, and this podcast and some of the work we do is a testament. I had a call the other day from a guy who said, I don't know, I don't know why you give away all this information. People are selling information that's not as good as this. And I appreciate that. That was very nice. Jim, shout out to Jim. I said, well the reason we do it is because people call us based on our content and say, okay, I'm in. You, you got to help me. I need to figure out a way to implement this stuff. It's all, all, all sounds good, but I got to implement it or a company calls. So that's why we do it. We do it because it helps bring people along until which time they're ready to call or talk. And it's the same thing with you. You have to be asking yourself, what is your value? What is your belief in the value you bring to the market? And how do you bring that value to the market so that they, the market pays you for it? We want the market to pay us before we bring value. I don't think that's the way it works. 
I think it's the magic law of Emerson's law, the law of compensation. You want more? Give more. You want more to come back from to you from the market? Give more to the market. I'm not saying give away at all, give it all away. I'm saying give away enough so that people understand that. So the point there is what do you believe about that? If you believe that, oh no, I would never, I would never share an idea with the market that I could sell to somebody, that's a very limited way to look at the world. You're gonna be it's really challenging to scale that way. I, I had a, a client the other day who uh, is in the uh, AV business. I've told this story a couple times, but he was trying to figure out what content to write about. And I said, reach down into your tech widget gadget bag because he, he does these big shows, big conferences, and, and stuff goes wrong in these conferences, not just with him, with everybody. I mean, the, a, a piece of equipment doesn't work or cords are getting messed up or whatever. I said, reach down in there and pull something out and create a video on it. And I said, for example, and this is not what he would reach down and get, but um, this is a kind of a clamp. I said, shoot a video where you say, hey, by the way, if you've ever been in a conference and uh, sound goes out all of a sudden, it could be this. And here's what happens. And go through and tell the story. These things are $4.99. You can buy them at Costco or Sweetwater or wherever. Get 10 of these and make sure they're in your bag so that when things happen, you have this to fall back on or whatever. I'm sure I didn't say the right thing there. The point there is he gave pers- a person value. Now, could he have sold that value? Yeah, but how much am I going to pay for, for this You know, beyond what I could buy it for? The point there is he reached down in his in his bag of tricks, pulled out something and said, I can share this with my audience. And when you bring audio, value to your audience, your belief and your value goes way up. Okay, so I wanted to share those two things with you today. And I want you to start to think about what do you believe? What do you believe about these two things, your potential and your value in the market? And I think if you document that, start to write about it. It's an idea. And if I can get those ideas out of my brain onto documentation or onto recording, it's much better. So let me know how you do with this. If you want to uh, learn more about some of the work that we do in this area and other areas, you go to BillCaskey.com. Also, if you have not downloaded our document called Five Reasons, you don't have enough clients, go to FiveReasonsClients.com. FiveReasonsClients.com, 10, 12 pages of really good stuff in here. We published it last year. We're going to be updating it, but it's it's really solid uh, based on some of the things that we found. So thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll see. And by the way, thanks to our YouTube family for watching us. I know there's not a whole lot interesting here, but it is good to connect with another human being. And I'm glad you're here. I wish I could see you. See you next time. Bye.